What's up, Aaron Hughes? What's up, Steve? Short fuse, bro. Thanks for having me on the show. <laughs> Dude, you're my co-host tonight, <laughs> Fuck my man. Fuck yeah, I'm excited. In the room podcast. Uh, <laughs> Aaron, I got it. cameras all over. This is the first <laughs> time you've been back in, uh, God, probably a while. Sometime. Yeah, I haven't been here probably at least like, like over two years probably. Yeah, no, definitely over two years since. I haven't been here since way before my pro debut, so. Yeah, you uh, usually, you've been calling in. Kind yeah. of, uh, you know, messenger. Yeah, I haven't, been, stuff here. Like that. I haven't well, been here in a while. It hasn't changed much except a mic in your face right now. But uh, no, it's like know. it's like super, super high high level now. You know, it's I mean? cozy. It's, it's like not. super advanced. <laughs> super advanced. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I did some few things during COVID and after. Uh, bought some mics and uh, some more webcams. I bought some really uh, great webcams. Probably the best ones you can get unless you go uh, get a camera or something right. like no, that. Yeah, which is like that's my next step. Nice. Because uh, the next step is getting a camera where I can kind of blur the background out and stuff like that and, you know we'll see what goes on so aaron welcome back bro thanks for having me back man i'm i'm excited to be here you know what i mean dude usually having i have beers, you on you know? yeah <laughs> fucking cheers bro usually <laughs> i have you on when you have a fight coming up but i have you on uh like a couple of two and a half weeks after your your last fight which uh you came away with a first round submission when we're gonna go all over that uh, the experience fighting back at Neff because it was your third time fighting for them. Seems you have a love affair with <laughs> Matt Peterson right now. So uh, shout out to Matt. But uh, we also have your fight, your last fight. Shout out to Neff uh, for that footage we have. Uh, we'll go over that. You can talk us through how you felt, uh, what was going on in that fight. We also have a couple of other clips of uh, after the fight and stuff we'll talk about. But Aaron... Um, as uh, everyone knows who follows you and who will uh, you know follow you after tonight, you got a you got a mouth on you a little bit here and there. I mean, confidence oozes out of out of Aaron Hughes, man. Dude, uh, let's talk about you know what's been going on and how excited you are. You know, you got that win again and uh, you're in the win column again, bro. Yeah, um, yeah. If it it feels great to be back in the win column. Like I've I've dedicated a lot of times, sacrificed a lot of shit quit my job to pursue this dream of being a professional fighter. So um, winning my pro debut and then losing three fights in a row definitely is not the way I anticipated my career on going. But um, we just went back to the drawing board. We reevaluated, and it, it feels great to be back in the, the win column. And the, I was, like, super calm and super composed in the fight, and I think that led me to get in the win. And, um, yeah, it's just... On to bigger and better things now, you know? Excellent. Well, that was um, a lightweight fight, correct? Lightweight, or... yep. Usually you're kind of a catchweight, 145. What's the what's the jump back and forth? Uh, is that due to your opponents? Just, uh, you know, a little later notice fights? What's going on? No, um, so I actually asked for that fight to be at 155. I fought in May at 145, and the, the cut itself kind of just, like, drained me, took a lot out of me, made... Me not enjoy training. Um, like, the last th three weeks, I was, like, going to the gym and shit, and I was just miserable. I was being an asshole to, like, people around me. So I'm like, this is not, like, like I, I love training. Like, I train every day regardless of whether I have a fight or not. So, like, this is not the way I want to be spending my fight camps. It's just miserable the whole time. Um, like, I made the weight, like, no problem, but it's, it's just, like, I just didn't feel good making the weight. I didn't feel good on fight night. Um, so I talked to my coaches, I talked to my manager, 
And I said I want to try taking some fights at, at 155. I've actually n- never lost at 155. Kickboxing, Muay Thai, MMA. So I feel like this is my home at 155. Unless I get a really big opportunity like UFC or Bellator or something, which is still a little ways away. But um, it's it's just not it's not worth me cutting to 145 to make 500 dollars, 400 dollars. You know. Um, so I'd say 155 is definitely the move moving forward and um focusing on putting on some muscle mass right now and um really filling into my frame. Yeah, because I mean cutting to 145, I mean you can't get as much I would imagine strength and conditioning and getting but but now 155, I mean you can walk around some people walk around 180, you know what I mean and cut 185, cut down to 155. So what is your um what do you feel your benefits from uh, 145 to 155, you know, inst- you know, putting out the the weight cut and all that, just the performance and all that. Yeah, so I I noticed a big difference in how I was performing in the gym. Like I was doing t- 10, 11, 12, five minute rounds on the pads, like and still having more in the tank at 155 that I really didn't have at 145, and I just feel like I couldn't really take a punch at at 145, like. When I fought Anthony Vasta in May, like, I've sparred him, like, a million times. But he hit me, like, with a good shot, and I was like, whoa. I was like, I'm, like, stunned. What, like, where, like... So, I feel like I couldn't really take a punch as well, and it just made training not fun. I noticed a big difference in my performance, my power, and how much energy I have at, at 155. So, I definitely think that it's the right move, you know, so... Excellent. Well, um, as you're growing, I mean, how old are you right now? I I just turned 28, like two, yeah. like the week before my fight. So. Yeah. So I mean, there's a there's a huge uh, huge window opportunity of growth all around body uh, fights, you know, just uh, IQ, all that, man. Oh, what'd you learn from this fight? We are gonna, like I said, go over this fight and show it. But what'd you learn from this fight? I learned from this fight that I I don't do well in chaos, right? Like. If you watched, like, my last couple fights, like, I fought Jacob Detmeyer last August, and he just, like, kind of blitzed me and kind of overwhelmed me a little bit. So when I fought Anthony Vasta, I created the chaos. And I think you you could see a huge, a huge like, improvement in this last fight, how I, I stayed cool, calm, and composed, and being able to pick my shots and not let the heat of the moment get to me and I've said it a, a million times like I've sparred with some of the best guys in the world I've sparred Aaron Pico I've sparred guys like Uriah Faber Andre Feely um I've sparred some of the best guys in the world so I know how how good I can perform in the gym and I just told myself go out there stay calm stick to the game plan this is the first time that I've actually like stuck to a game plan in a fight everything that I practiced in camp came out in the fight and like if if I showed you like the training footage of like what I was working on like the two weeks b- b- before the fight, you'd be like shocked. Um, like everything just came together perfectly, and um, I just gotta listen to my coaches, and all my fights will will look like that. Excellent. Well, folks, I uh, I, I am gonna uh, go on your Instagram, and I'm sure there's some training footage from uh you know a couple of weeks before that fight, so we'll see some of that. In a couple of minutes, we're going to check your fight out. You're going to talk us through it, you know, about, you know, all the transitions, all that. Um, great fight. I mean, Jeff Clark, um, 
our guy for New England MMA went to those fights. He covered it. I think we uh, we were at a, a other event. It might have been we were at CES, we were at CES and he CES. was yeah, yeah. he was at he was at NEF. So the combat cowboy was there. He was uh, cage side. He was very impressed by you. He doesn't know you um, just by your record and you were on the card, but um, he doesn't know you like we know you. On and he had a lot to say about you in positive way about that fight, about the crowd on your back and uh, you just going in there. And I mean, that was a young, young, young's MMA dude. I mean, that Neff is that their playground. Right. And this is the third time you've gone into Neff. So he talked about you just to check out that show. Travis uh, Lazar and Jeff Clark have a weekly roundup and their first episode. They did talk about you a little bit and a lot about the Neff card on there. So check that out. But Jeff was impressed by you. Um, caught a couple of clips of you. He said, uh, man, you looked really good. You are now two and three. Two and three, yep. Uh, you're not, you know... Having a lopsided record or a, re a losing record isn't new to you. I mean, uh, you know, you had a ton of fucking amateur fights, but it's the experience. It's the experience level. Right. So you showed massive improvement in this fight, and you talked about getting blitzed and blitzing in your last fights, and that's what I saw also, chaos, like you mentioned. You would get in chaotic situations, and anything can happen there. I mean, and watching this fight... Like you said, you had, you kind of picked your shots. It was a great fight. I mean, he had a couple of shots in there too. Um, but let's get to that fight, Aaron. Let's uh, let's, let's talk about that fight, and then uh, you know, we'll talk a little bit after this. What's this right here? Let me see. So there it is, right there. Let me make sure. Should have shows up. Got right the whole there. walkout with the I love hot yeah, mom shirt. <laughs> we'll save that for your. Uh, we'll save that for your Instagram when we go check so that out. This. Right here, I, I drilled this so many times. Coming out southpaw and touching gloves and taking a step back. Like, I was literally practicing that in the gym, you know? And uh, just just kind of feeling him out. He was reacting to all my feints. And um, once I seen that he, he wasn't really striking and was just kind of moving back, I was like, I'm just going to start letting his hands go. You know what I mean? Here comes. Nice combination. Left kick. I've watched this fight a million times already. Nice. <laughs> I like your commentary. Keep going. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he 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 starts reacting to all my feints, like all my low kicks. He wasn't really checking any of the kicks. Um, he even said to me after the fight, he's like, "Bro, he's like, I I, I thought I kicked hard. He's like, you kick fucking hard." And um, I'm I'm still kind of feeling him out. I'm gonna faint, 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 touch. And then pop, 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 and nice body shot. He, he he wasn't reacting, like he 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 wasn't striking me at all. So I was like, fuck it, I'ma just go right there. He actually teed me down to the ground, which I feel like old Aaron would have like got up and been pissed off and like turned Rushed it him a little bit to a chaotic situation. Let, but let me ask you a question: Is he more of a stand-up st striker? Because him teeping you like that, he didn't come right at you to, you know what I mean? I think. Oh, you catch him in the gill. All right. Yeah. Talk this. What are you feeling? Yeah. So I, I knew it was over as soon as I grabbed his neck. Like I hit the submission in the gym. Like I tap out high level guys, high level black belts, brown belts with the submission. I've tapped out UFC fighters at Naga with the submission. So as soon as I got my left hand around his neck, didn't even have the hands collapsed yet. Knew I had it. My corner. Said, 
squeeze. You got it. You got it. I, I knew it was over. I knew he was not getting out. Like, like that's literally my submission in the gym. Like, I'm hitting that shit every day. So, I it was just a, a squeeze, and he went to tap, and I just started squeezing harder, and... The referee grabbed me, and that was it. it was well, wild. I've seen you in in film and live. Uh, you know, catch someone in a guillotine like that, and almost take their head off. So to get back to um, his kind of, you know, what he's good at, I could tell he, you know, definitely strikes. And do you know his jujitsu level? Because teeping you like that, it seemed like it was an opportunity for him to maybe come in, but maybe he felt better on his feet. What's your thought? So when I talked to him after the fight, so uh, he is a purple belt in jujitsu. Okay. And I'm also a purple belt. But if you listen to, to the commentary as I'm walking out to the fight, they say that he's elite on the ground, which they weren't really giving me any credit. They were being, like, a little bit biased. But um, when I talked to him after the fight, he said that the plan was to go out there and strike. He, he said, but I started kicking his legs really hard, and he was, like, he, he was feeling it. And... Right before he like shot that takedown, I landed a clean kick to the body. I'm not sure if if it hurt him, but he shot literally like one second later. Um, so I think his plan was to to strike a a little bit, but I knew there was no way he was gonna outstrike me. I watched his last fight against Tom Pags. It was three years ago, but it, it was an amateur fight. But he literally did everything in that fight that he he did. In our fight, like I was literally practicing for those for those front kicks. He did land that nice teep, um, but I was literally practicing for that in the gym every day, setting him up off my feints, off my feints, and then going and then not staying in the pocket and just moving out after, and um, everything that I drilled in camp just just came out in that fight. Like I probably hit that guillotine in camp at least like fifty times. <laughs> I'm like, well, it's your signature move. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. So, so people who are going to try to take me down better protect your neck. You so, know what I mean? dude, you went into hostile territory. You had some, uh, a lot of buildup to this fight, not on social media, behind the scenes. Like, you, uh, I mean, people know Aaron. You know what I mean? I, you've been in F three times. I mean, but this one is a little different now. You got attacked a little bit on uh, social media about, you know, so there was some anger or, or some words, fight night and stuff like that. You want to just talk a little bit about that? Because you did go online and apologize for, you know, after the after the fight. So you want to talk about what led up to that? Yeah, so there was no disrespect towards my opponent or my opponent's team. Um when NEF contacted me about um, finding, like, a quote that I wanted to say for the fight, I pretty much just said, hey, like, I'm not doing any promotion for this fight. I said, I know I'm one of the best in New England. If I believe in myself, I just got to go out there and prove it. And when NEF posted the, um, the freaking press write-up, these people... I don't even want to say their names because they don't deserve any recognition, but they were pretty much just on there just talking a whole bunch of shit, saying that I was a, a bum and I'm the most uncoordinated fighter in New England and I suck and I should have stayed in the amateur and just all this bullshit. But, like, these people have never been in there, have never fought before. Like, they don't know the shit that I've sacrificed, how much time and how many hours I put into this shit every day. I train fucking three times a day, you know what I mean? So... 
it it just kind of rubbed me the, the wrong way because I've never even talked to these people in my life. And how are they going to go and sit behind a keyboard and talk shit? So after the fight, I I just I called them out on their bullshit and they they didn't have nothing to say. So well, I do. <laughs> Sorry, Aaron. Uh, but <laughs> I do have a little clip from, um, you know, that aftermath uh, that I'll play. Because uh, courtesy of Jeff Clark here, uh, you'll be able to hear what it has to say. But I, <laughs> there you go, right there on top, top of the cage right there. I heard, suck my dick to somebody. <laughs> And then I hear, where the fuck is that kid? I, I hate to call shit, but Rodri, who the fuck is Rodri? So anyway, uh, <laughs> I can show that again if you want to see it. You know. Oh, first before I let you answer that, uh, Jared Kelly, what's up, my man? And Ryan Fazzy is all over, over the place. I know big time wrestler, uh, dude at your uh, at regiment, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, absolutely. Excellent. So, um. So, dude, <laughs> who are you screaming at in, the, in there? Just the crowd, random? I, you, you yelled a name. There was a name mentioned yeah. in there. I thought it was a fighter. Because my team is messaging me. Who's this Roderick guy? Is that a guy who wants to fight? I'm like, I don't know. It could be just might have pronounced the name wrong. I don't know. It was just two of Jimmy Jackson's fans that were talking shit. <laughs> Somebody just texted me. They said, I'm dying. <laughs> it was... uh. Um, two of this guy's fans or friends or teammates, whoever that they were, they were talking shit on Facebook. One of them was sitting cage side. So, can I, we go to their Instagram? I don't know what their Instagram oh, is. Oh, I just scared a bunch of fucking people. Just <laughs> no, I'm okay. Go ahead, talk. So, but um, so I, like, it was the heat of the moment. I just won the fight. Adrenaline was high. <laughs> I I shouldn't have acted like that. I kind of acted. Up. Like a fucking idiot, but but um, I had to to just let it be known, you know what I mean? Well, dude, um, you messaged me, I want an interview, and then you said they didn't even like give me the mic. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> you didn't really need a mic, but you know, why did they? Purposely avoid you because you know actually, it seemed actually, a little biased because no, they had no pictures of you or nothing. No, <laughs> actually, actually, a little bit funny. Actually, the guy who just texted me, Maddie Franco. Oh, they awesome. What's up, Maddie? Ju man, jujitsu phenom. But uh, he he was in my corner for the fight, and I was wilding out. And then I looked at at uh Peter, like uh Peter Simzor, like. One of the co-owners, oh, the, the guy that does the announcing, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, I was like, "Let me get the mic." And <laughs> and Maddie Franco was like, "Don't give him the mic. Don't give oh, him." Oh, that's mic. right. He's Don't like, give him the mic. That's fucking. You would have been there, fucking. Yeah, you guys would have got more like mauled in there. That would have been great TV. So <laughs> he said, "I wasn't letting you get that mic." Neither was. <laughs> would have disconnected it. Fuck that, dude. So walking out. Walking out of the cage, nothing, no one throwing cans at you or nothing like that. No, but I actually, so after the fight, you walk out, go see the doctor. Like, wh whether you got a two-second knockout or a 15-minute fight, you still got to see the doctor. So as I'm coming back from the doctor, I see that guy, Roderick. How the fuck does he just show up? How, no, how is he just there? No, no he, he, he was in the crowd. 
he, and he, he just happened to be walking there while you're walking by. No, no, he was an unlucky no, dude. No, 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 he he was walking by, and I seen him, and he <laughs> he tried to walk away. Oh, but so I, he was... I followed him, and poor dude. This hey. is where shit got real. I, I was like, you was talking all this shit on Facebook, said I'm a fucking bum, this and that. I was like, well, I just beat your boy in a minute and thirty seconds. I was like, so who's the fucking bum now? And then he just started saying all the shit like, I'll fuck you up, I'll fuck you up. I said, bro. Roderick. I said, bro. Settle down. I'll go 2 and 0 right fucking now. Oh, that's awesome. We can do it right Dude, fucking now. Dude, no one's got film of this. It's fucking. <laughs> I, I swear. You was going crazy. Let's show that one more time. <laughs> and then, no, I, I was wild. I was fired up. And then I was like, you know what? This ain't worth it. But he fucking walked away because I, I was getting pretty serious. You know, can I can I, I just say one down. thing here, Aaron? You're gonna get a lot of this moving forward. For sure. You know, you're gonna get a lot of this, and I'm guilty. I've lost three Facebook pages arguing <laughs> with fucking people. Let me tell you, if they say one bad thing about me, forget it. You can't, you can't get everyone. I mean, there's something know, you I don't know, even see. You probably saw half the comments. It was fucking. Imagine if you saw these people's messenger. There was probably memes on you and everything. <laughs> so. Just yeah, a little, you know, in the future, Maddie's right. Don't give you the fucking mic. No, and I, but, and, but, and you know, these guys hating on you, they're building. I mean, these are your fans. No, I know, I know. You but, know what I mean? But honestly, like, I, I had a whole speech planned that I was going to talk about. Like, I, I wasn't even going to say what, anything. After the fight? No, I, Dude, I, I fucking visualize this shit. Well, that's why I didn't fucking, give it. Give I it, fucking said he's got a fucking best man speech coming no, up. No, <laughs> I was gonna talk about like mental health, and I was gonna I was gonna call some motherfuckers out. Do you want to do it right now? The mic is yours. <laughs> Let's talk about mental health and calling people out. Was it too soon? No, I mean, I'm I, I'm with it. All right. I mean, I mean uh, and then we, you know, we could just talk about other MMA. You and you're going away and another. So yeah. Uh, let's get to that first, and then we'll move on to other yeah, things so, in MMA. So so if a lot of people don't know, 2017, I lost my dad. He passed away due to an overdose due to drug Sorry addiction. To hear that, bro. Thank you. You know, but uh, hey, sh shit happens, right? But last couple years i probably lost like five or six like friends to like drug addiction and overdose and like suicide and and stuff like that so i, I pretty much like just wanted to tell people if if you are somebody you you know is struggling with addiction like you you're not alone like let's get you some help and shit and uh get you on the road to recovery but i didn't really get a chance to talk about that cuz i would have give you the mic you but you do now so but uh, um yeah so that's it's just like, it's a big problem that, like, close to my heart and, like, a lot of friends and friends of friends or people that I know who have died due to drug overdoses. So, it's just, like, if if you're struggling with that shit, just, just get some help, man, you know? Well, uh, I'd like to add to that um, because everyone's connected by someone that has dealt with drugs, someone that has been through it somebody is is you've been connected with somebody because it's there's people that you don't even know that are addicts right now and they're living like a, a real life nine to five jobs but um i lost my brother one of my oldest brothers uh to a heroin right. heroin mm -hmm. overdose That's how i lost my dad um yeah. god my son is 28 now my son was probably two years old like 26 years ago so i i totally feel you and i'm totally about that too a lot of fighters um, that I've met through the years 
are recovering addicts and the gyms are their family now. You know, some don't have families. So, right. you know, um, it's, it's, it's a big world out there with people that have gone through it, are going through it, um, and are going to go through it. There's people surviving out there that you would never know. Right. But everyone needs help, and there is always help there. So um, I commend you on that. Um, anything you do with that moving forward, I'll support you on that. So, uh, but like I said, everyone's connected right. to someone that has dealt with something to do for, with a drug addiction. I think. For me personally, like I've never been addicted to drugs or like a anything like that. But I actually made a big post about this the, the other day. Like my addiction is martial arts, right? It's like. I, I can't stop, like, even if I wanted to, like, like win, lose, draw, whatever, broken arm, broken leg, I'm always in the gym the, the day after the fight. Whether I'm training or not, I, I need the environment, I need the energy. So I think anybody who is struggling with addiction should find another a avenue to deal with their addiction, right? Whether it's martial arts, whether it's weightlifting, whether it's drawing or, or coloring or just... Drumming, right? Drumming, oh, drumming. Hey, I, I mean, <laughs> I started playing guitar at the age of ten. You know what I mean? So, um, there's always avenues for people to deal with their their issues, and I think martial arts is one of the the best avenues for that. You know? Definitely. Uh, the world, uh, the camaraderie, the family. I mean, not every gym is you know like that, but I would say seventy five percent of the gyms that you come across, uh, they're 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 not shady. Right. So absolutely. Um, last last question before we move on with other people in MMA. You mentioned that you know you do this full time and stuff. I know you, uh, and we can find that on your Instagram. I think uh, you're giving personal lessons. You're doing all this other stuff. Are you doing all right as far as MMA? I know, you know, you're not cutting down to 145 to make fucking 500 dollars. But I know you, you probably giving privates you're doing this stuff are you doing are, are you making it i mean as far as doing this as full-time job or is it a struggle fucking every day i mean i'm definitely making enough where i'm able to su to survive pay my bills eat I i'm definitely not living lavishly that's for sure but i still work part-time um like working with like traumatized and behavioral kids and okay. stuff but um yeah, I, I pretty much just train people full time. I teach classes at a couple gyms, do a lot of private lessons, and I um I freaking just recently got certified as a sports nutritionist. So oh, taking great. on nutrition clients. If anybody, nice. you know, wink, wink, nice. If anybody's trying to get in the best shape of their life, hit up your boy. He's doing Sh it all. Short fuse fitness. You know what I mean? Short diet. I like. <laughs> Yeah, I like I, that. I got some business cards I'll give yeah, you. Yeah, drop them off. Uh, <laughs> leave a couple here. Well, you know, definitely congratulate. Who's this? Matthew. Uh, love my boy. Matthew Costa. Matthew Costa. Love my boy. Huge. Yeah, he, he trains at Regiment. Dude, you got you got a bunch of people checking you out here, man. Uh, you're a popular little guy. I, but I, I fucking knew that guy. <laughs> uh, that but it, everything Instagram? else good as far as you know, personal life. Um, I mean, you're training all the time. You know, as far as, you know, you don't live a lavish lifestyle, you don't have time because you're at the gym all the time, um, you know, giving the personal. I mean, I, I would imagine you're at Regiment 24-7 just about helping other guys there yeah, and stuff. Yeah, so, like, my weekly schedule, like, I'll give you a brief rundown. When I'm in camp, it's a lot more strict than when I'm not in camp. But, like, for instance, every Monday, Wednesday, 
I do strength and conditioning from 7.30 to 8.30, and then I go right to work from 9 to 3.30. So I don't re- really teach any classes Monday, Wednesday, but I um, I do my strength and conditioning first thing in the morning, then I, I work 9 to 3.30. But then Tuesday, Thursday, my my schedule in camp is is pretty wild. I teach class at 8.30, usually do privates, 9.30, 10.30. Then I go to Tim Burrell's for jiu-jitsu. Oh, nice. From 12 to 1.30. Come home, shower, do another private at 4, Tuesday, Thursdays. And then train from 6 to 8 at Regiment. And then, so Tuesday, Thursdays are usually like pr- pretty hectic days. Fridays, I usually just kind of chill. Saturdays is like uh, sparring at Lozon's. And then Sunday, just kind of chill. But fr- Friday, Sunday is, is like my schoolwork days because I'm still in school and and stuff like that. So Friday, Sunday is like just kind of chill, do a lot of homework and shit. But Jesus, he's my, doing it all. Man. My schedule is pretty hectic throughout the week when I'm in camp. When I'm not in camp, I don't usually go to like Timberells and stuff. Um, just because like you don't really, I, I don't need to train as hard when I'm not in camp, you know. But uh, yeah, I definitely live a pretty hectic, pretty have a pretty hectic schedule for sure. Well, it's just nonstop. Well, dude, while you've been talking, um, who is this? Uh, J- Jay and uh, w- J- Jackson Wayne. Is that like yeah. a management company yeah. for you? So I- I've checked out their Instagram. Right. I mean, I check things out. I, I don't like everyone's fucking posts, but you know I'm trolling <laughs> right. everybody. All right. So, so what's going on with that? I'll tell you how I got linked up with them. So when I fought for, I fought for CES November 7th of last year, right? Yes. My original opponent, I was supposed to fight Miguel Cuevas. He got injured two weeks out from the need, fight. Need another bear? You all set? Yeah, I'll take another one. Aaron's got an Uber, by the way, just to <laughs> let his management team know. <laughs> <laughs> I um, so he got injured two weeks out from the fight, so I ended up getting a, a a new opponent. His name was Raheem Thorpe, on like nine days' notice. He trained at Jackson Wink, so he he showed up to the fight. Whatever ends up missing weight. We still took the fight, but I was under the impression that I was gonna be on UFC Fight Pass, but I guess like like they even came to the gym and like filmed me and like interviewed me and shit like UFC Fight Pass. Yeah, did. and uh, they didn't end up putting me on UFC Fight Pass, so I ended up losing the fight unanimous decision. But I guess his corner was, I was the end. I talked to his corner. Yeah, his corner Jeffrey Chavez. Is like the general manager of athlete development yes. at Jackson Wink. So he messaged me like two weeks after the f- fight interested in managing me. And um, after I like thought it over, I didn't have a manager. Um, I was like, let's do it. So I got linked up with them. I actually went out to train at, at Jackson Wink earlier this year. My improvement while like I was out there for 12 days, but how much I improved in those 12 days was like, Pretty substantial, so I'll definitely be going out there, and um, yeah, like that's kind of how I got. Not a bad, uh, not a bad management team to be not connected bad... to. That fight, uh, I did talk to you about that fight. Yeah, you lost the fight. It was a re- he, you know, wrestled you, right. but there was one time that he grabbed that cage when you guys were like in a scramble, and if he didn't grab that cage, you would have ended up on top. It was like <laughs> I was like so pissed. It happened right in front of me. I was like, I don't know if you remember me telling yeah, you that yeah, night yeah. at the apple, yeah, but I was like, Aaron, that fucking guy, you know, grab, you know, no, just it was a just a, you know, thing 
a reaction right, to right, him. You right. know what I mean? But I was like, his fucking fingers went right through that, man. <laughs> I was right. like, but I did talk to that dude, um, the guy that's in charge of the athletic development. Right. And he was talking to us about, you know, getting some interviews with these young guys that he's got uh fight. He was actually with another fighter at Neff the following weekend, the same weekend. We went to Neff and the kid that fought uh Nathaniel Grimard um yes. for the title. Yes. Who is now uh he might have he's might be turning pro or something. I forgot it. Uh, I think he, he just made his pro debut. I he think. was he was a scrappy Billy Wilson. Wrestler. Yes. Billy Wilson, yeah. So he was there the next week and I talked I to him. You're everywhere, bro. You're yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Um so he reached out and said he was interested in managing me. And um honestly, it, it was one of the best decisions I think I've made for my career. They like I, I was able to go out and train at Jackson Wink. I I have access to some of the best to one of the best facilities in the United States, one of the the or two of the, the best coaches in the world, Mike Winklejohn and Greg Jackson. Not saying that my coaches aren't aren't great coaches too. But um I I finally have a manager where I don't have to worry about finding fights. My coach doesn't have to worry about finding fights. Like we can just stay there and just focus on the grind. And um yeah it was a a super beneficial thing for me to do and um so he found me two fights since then so I'm I'm one and one under them but um I feel some big things coming for sure. Excellent. Well, I mean two fights under him. I mean he's he's getting his feet wet in New England and he's dealing with the promotions around here so good for that. I mean that can open up a gate for him to get other fighters coming here to maybe fight hometown guys or, you know, to get them work. Yeah, absolutely. Which helps everybody. Absolutely. So you're kind of, I mean, this is how, you know, you're young in your career, but this is how, uh, you know, relationships develop, how connections are made through simple fucking shit like that. You know what I mean? 100%. Exactly. So, um, dude, I, you know, I'm all over your um, Instagram here, which is pretty cool, dude. Uh, but I'm going to go to a picture right now because um, tonight you were training. So I'm going to get to that. I was training. Um, I train every day. <laughs> regiment right here. And you were with a ton of motherfuckers tonight. There was a lot of motherfuckers. Yeah. On can, I mean, I'm not going to ask you to name all of them, but I, you know, I see Chris Motino there. And Chris was supposed to fight at CES. Uh, CES. Uh, I heard, uh, I think I saw him make a comment about he might, he hurt his knee, tweaked yeah, his yeah, knee yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that. Um, but uh, yeah, you were there tonight, took a shower, and came right down here. So I'm fucking appreciate it, bro. Who are some of the killers here that uh, stand out to you? Man, we. We got some fucking savages. We got um, Chris Mutino. Obviously, he actually he beat my ass today. That motherfucker. <laughs> but it's all good. We got Matty Franco, who was in my corner and also fucked me up today. <laughs> I, today was not my best day in the gym. You know what I mean? And um, well, dude, you're fat we, now. It's two and a half weeks. Yeah, out. exactly. <laughs> we actually have this um this white belt. His name is uh, Hunter. He's only been training for like. Maybe like six, seven months. He actually was he wrestling bears or something no, before no. he came. He, he actually did the um, the top level pro grappling. Okay. He did du- douchebag show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he did a sorry. <laughs> he did a super fight with them like two months ago or a few months back. I gotta cut that piece off. But uh, he's 
for somebody who's only been been training for like six months, he's he's really fucking good. He, he actually caught me today, that motherfucker. Get the fuck out! I of swear, here. man. Motherfucker. Gee, but, uh, oh, no gee. It was no gee tonight. No gee. No yeah. gee. Yeah. But uh, that's why I love this shit. Very modest of you to to yeah. mention that live that someone yeah. caught you there. I didn't think anyone would ever catch you there. Listen, man. It. It's... I gotta mention, Aaron. Your ears are fucking that cauliflower shit's getting bigger too. Every time <laughs> I... I see you, man. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> no, but it's it's. It's practice, like, what happens in practice don't really mean shit. Practice? We talking about practice? practice. Playoffs? <laughs> we talking playoffs? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, uh, it, like, that's why I love this shit, because, like, some days you, you can come in, you'll fuck somebody up, the next day they'll come in and fuck you up, you know what I mean? And it's, it's just a never-ending journey of self-improvement and, like, mental like mental improvement and mental development and um it's just a constant humbling journey like sometimes you go and you get submitted by a girl shit happens you know what i mean i know <laughs> at the you end of the get day caught with a kick in the forehead too eh? you never know it's fucking, fucking why these crazy girls around here i, I, I sparred holly home she gave me two black eyes yeah i can imagine two black yeah, eyes. she's just fucking nuts. <laughs> you know what i mean fucking crazy. so it's like this sport is so humbling and um that's why i fucking love it but I'm so competitive that if you get me, like, I'm I'm coming back for that ass, you know. What I mean? Oh, I'm sure I'll get I'm, you sometime. I'm for that ass. Fucking, I remember that left hook, <laughs> motherfucker. So, um, all right, so because uh, I don't want to shy away from this, callouts. Um, you know the rankings. Well, I mean, it's been a while. Things have moved, but uh, dude, another fight. I mean, or this fight. You know, you could be itching your way up there. I don't know what weight class you want to be. Well, one fifty five, but. Um, who do you want to like? What's your what's your game plan here? Neff three times. What's your? Wait a minute. Before we get the callouts, I I'm always fucking changing directions here. <laughs> Neff, what's your love affair with Neff? Third fight for them. You got you're you're driving five, four hours. Yeah. Even though they're putting you up and they're very very, one of the top fucking uh you know top, two fucking, uh promotions as far as hospitality to their fighters and the way they promote them. Um, you know, what's your love affair with Nafia? Honestly, I just kind of take like what fights I can get. Um, I've been, tr I, so my last a amateur fight was in 2019 for Cage Titans and I've been trying to fight for Cage Titans ever since, but we just haven't like found an opponent that we both like came to terms on. Like for me personally, like this may rub a couple people the wrong way, but like, I don't want to fight the guys who are like five and 50 like, 0-25. Like, I don't want to fight those guys. One, because they're fucking dangerous. If you lose to a guy... Like, it's a fight. Anything can happen at the end of the day. It only takes one shot. So you go out there, you lose to a guy who's 0-25. Well, like, that fucking looks real bad. You know what I mean? And two, like, I want to test myself. I want to fight guys who are skilled. Not like... Like, I don't want to fight cans. Like, I want to fight guys who look good on my record. So... When I make it to the UFC, I, I don't just get my ass kicked and get and get cut in two fights. Like I want to get to the UFC and stay there. So I don't really nice hat by the way, man. <laughs> Thank you. The UFC just slid that in. I didn't even so see that happen. We Where was I? so I just went on a fucking tangent, but we couldn't really find opponents that we like agreed on, whatever. So I just my my manager was like, "Hey, I got this fight." Well. Before I had a manager, I, I had my first fight for, for Neff. I fought for, for 
I fought Jacob Detmeyer. It didn't go my way. <laughs> he's a tough fucking kid, He's a tough man. motherfucker, he's a tough dude. Kid, he's man. a tough motherfucker. That motherfucker cracks, dude. He, he, yeah, he's a tough he, kid, He man. hits really he's hard. He's under the radar, definitely. Yeah, he is. He is. But we might have to run that back one Well, day. I was going to ask you that next, but uh, <laughs> we'll see that. But, okay. um, so it's, but, like, I don't have anything bad to say about Matt Peterson. Like, he's been very cordial to me, and they've been very good. Like, they take care of me. They promote me well. I will say I was a little pissed off. With the bias that was shown in the fight, and they can deny it or not, but fucking proof doesn't lie. In the fight? Well, if you listen to, like, the commentary of the fight, it was pretty biased. Like, they started saying, like, he was getting after me, but I'm like, he didn't even fucking hit me, bro. Like, like, what do you, like, just like the shit that they were saying was, like, kind of getting after me. Fucking love this shit. (laughs) Kind of getting after (laughs) me a little bit. So... But, like, they posted an album of pictures. Dude, and- uh, can I just interrupt you? If Absolutely. I'm doing commentary, I will be totally fucking even keel, bro. Exactly. Someone give me a shot. No, exactly. That's, that's all I want, dude. They're afraid of my F-bombs, the whole thing and shit like that. I'd so love to do commentary. Honestly, like, I feel like I can break down fights pretty well. Fuckers. You know? So I I can be the color guy that just fucking, you know... I, I know backstories. Right. You know, I can, like, tell. You know, well, uh, I talked to Aaron this week. I mean, he talk, you know, I was like, wow, the fight's going on and shit. Right. Fucking hire me, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm free. So go ahead. We'll fucking we start. Fought. No, it's a shit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fucking start our own promotion. <laughs> yeah, let's fucking just be commentary. Fucking Domenico just show, Hughes. Just That's show it. up at, like, fucking at Smokers and commentate in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Matt Peterson, yeah, you love them so, and stuff. They found your fights, and, and Matt's great at that. Like, they try to make yeah. fights happen, definitely. And, you know, as far as the buy, I mean, you're fighting in fucking four hours away in Neff territory. There's going to be a little, it, it, you know... It is, yeah. I, you know, cage titans. There is no, there is nothing biased because everyone knows everybody. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, like everyone knows everyone. So, you know what I mean? It's like, I, I mean, I don't have too much to say on it, but if if you don't believe me that it was pretty biased, look at the album of pictures that they shared on Facebook. There's about three pictures of me, about fifty of him. None of me in the fight, like. Everything is just of my back. Like, there's there's no pictures of me in my stance or throwing any strikes. There's none of the finish. Like, how do you not get a picture of the finish? I'm sure they have them. He had to be snapping it's, it's shots. Not, it's not in the album. I, I mean, ha- well, let's watch you. Do you know the photographer? I sent him a message. He, did he, you? He, yeah, I did. More, he all did. right, so what happened? He, he said that he didn't do it intentionally or whatever. Well, but did he have more shots? I didn't ask. Why wouldn't you ask that? Because I was pissed off. That we are asking tomorrow, Adam. <laughs> Adam I called you Adam. Call, uh, <laughs> we want more shots of Aaron. <laughs> Fucking. But, but, but Matt Peterson's always been great to me. Always. Yeah, Matt, Matt don't have control of that. Right, I, mean, no, yeah, guy, yeah. I mean, he trusts his photographer to, to post, you know what I mean, right. the, the pictures. I mean, Matt but, can't control everything going on. But, I fought for, like, Cage Titans <clears throat> where the photographer's boyfriend was fighting and there were still pictures of both fighters. Like, it was pretty obvious, like, how biased the pictures were, which... But we're ta- you mentioned Cage Titans, right. just like I mentioned, everyone knows 
everyone. So right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, everyone gets their fair share. Even the people coming in, it's just it's a different atmosphere. Yeah, no, you know yeah. What I mean, hundred percent. Ready, people are ready to fucking you know cut your head off at fucking. I was I was honestly so so I actually Batty wouldn't even let you have the mic to no, get out so, of there alive. So I actually worked like with a mindset coach for this last fight. Oh Jesus Christ! And, um, get your money back. No <laughs> 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 It actually really helped me. But um, we we talked like about leading up to the fight, right? And I was like. Well, I'm not selling any tickets. Like, I only asked for for 10 tickets. Like, I didn't sell any. Like, I sold two tickets. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. And um, when I fought Anthony Vasta, that was three and a half hours away. I sold 60. But I I, I just, I didn't want to hassle selling tickets. I didn't want to promote the fight. I just wanted to go out there and perform. You know what I mean? And um, so... I fucking went off on a tangent again, dude. I'm fucking... Yeah, I don't even know where we're at. Fucking eyes of fuck. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but, uh, got a couple of bears in here. Dude, I like the tangents, man. No, fucking Jesus. Dude, I'm fucking having a blast. We haven't even called anyone out yet. Like, that's coming up next. Or you want it to start now. Like... <laughs> yeah, let's All right, but, all right, wait. But... All right, so... Here we go, backtracking. <laughs> you talked about Naf. You talked about Cage Titans. What is your timeline about getting into the cage again? You want to get on... Cage Titans is the 29th of October. You got Combat FC, which is the 22nd of October. You have uh, Neff again. That is on November, the beginning of November, November I want to say. November 12th. Uh, you have CES. That is coming back, I want to say, in November. Also, you, you got fucking <clears throat> fights, promotions everywhere. What's your timeline here? And what, where where you want to go? So, I, I'm definitely not fighting... In October, that, that's for sure. Oh, I mean, okay. I'm over here drinking beers and uh, <laughs> eating fast food. You Fucking, know, like I, tried to, I tried to cut the bear out. Like, on the, <laughs> no, the I, feed, but. I don't care. It is. They can't see that. See, I got a koozie. I got a Domenico. <laughs> oh, that's an old one. The Room Podcast koozie. I, um, Look at that. I, like, I, the, the fight really wasn't that long, but... I, I, I got, like, a few injuries, like... Dude, you were getting my, kicked, and yeah, I mean, you, my, you, I mean, there my, was... Calves are always in, shins are gonna hurt. My calf got got kicked pretty good a few times. I, I woke up the next day, my elbow was, like, ridiculously swollen. It's still still a little swollen. Dude, you were in a fight. It was it was only, shit, like, right? a minute, almost about two minutes, but right. it was still a fucking... And, um, a, a good fight. My foot's, like, black and blue and bruised and shits, too. So, I just kind of want to focus on just getting better. Um, and I'm going to Vegas in three weeks. Like, who wants to go to Vegas and not, like, fucking... Yeah, you're going you're gonna to be, like, 190 <laughs> by the time you get back. No, like, I I want to be in shape for when I go to Vegas because I don't want to go out there and Yeah, just, you want to look hot and, in the fucking pool. Well, right? I just don't want to get fucked up either. And, like, I, I don't want to be training at these gyms and getting oh, my fucking right. ass Oh, that's right. You're going kicked. to train, too. You know what I mean? Forget about the training part. Oh, I'm going to be doing a little fucking... <laughs> yeah, we know you're going to be in. There's a lot of great pot and fucking... Uh, so... All right, all so, right. timeline, I would say maybe, usually Cage Titans has a show like the end of November or early November usually, but, okay. but if, if they're doing one October 29th, I'm assuming they'll do one either late November or early December. Yeah, perfect. So, I'd like to get on the last Cage Titans card of the year. You hear that, Mike? Um, yeah. And um, I I would fight for CES too, but um, I, I really, really want to fight for Cage Titans. Um, I did a, a grappling match for them. Have you fought for them as a pro? 
No, I haven't fought for them Jesus. since. Jesus! Let's get you fucking. I fought. You big Ben and Grapple and stuff. I fought for Valor, NEF three times, and TS. That's, that's oh, what I fought for. We need to get you. I mean, come on. All right, yeah, Blake, so, it's going to so happen. So. I did the fucking grappling match in February for um, Cage Titans. Tyler. Uh, Tyler Gothier. Yes. Won that shit by Guillotine. A very mm-hmm. fucking uh, established purple belt. He's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, same exact guillotine that I hit in the yep. fight. You know what I mean? You called Peter Barrett one of those. I, I did, but that's why I said I, I didn't want to throw out names. But um, <laughs> it was on social media, dude. It was fucking <laughs> no, there. I know, but, I know, I know. I mean, you but, know, it's jujitsu. It's different. Yeah, but, yeah, No, I know. I mean, that's no joke. We, we like train together and shit. No, so of I, course. But um, same exact. Just submission. like you said, you get caught in fucking yeah. in practice too. You know, same exact submission. I, I hit it Your three signature. three times on <laughs> three high level guys. So if you're gonna try to take me down. Fucking protect your neck. You, you know are I mean? gonna fucking snatch that and hang on it, dude. Exactly. So, yeah, I really want to fight for Cage Titans. Probably not the 29th because I'm. No, I'm, we're, go, we're like, going I'm, November. Yeah. November it is. Yeah. At one, 155 pounds. 155 for sure. For sure. All right. Only 45 if I'm gonna make a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> we know. If, if Bellator, PFL, something, yeah, something yeah, like yeah. For, something like that. For happens. sure. All right. So to get to names now, and then we're gonna move on. Another like ten or fifteen minutes about your Vegas trip. A little bit about a couple, you know, training partners, Jorgen, uh, what's going on with him, Mitch, all that other stuff. Uh, not in depth, just uh, you know, a little, a little fucking update on right. them. No, yeah, absolutely. But um, who do you want to fight? Is there names? Someone calling you out? Is there someone that want you want to challenge? Uh, you think is a great fight uh, for you know New England and for yourself? Absolutely. Here um, we go. I think that. For one, Carl Langston has been calling me out for a long fucking time on social media, <coughs> t- talking all this shit. But I talked to him th- th- the other day via Facebook Messenger. I told him, like, look, like we can fight, but I'm pr- I'm probably not going back down to 145, like unless I'm making a good amount of money. Like yep. it, it's just too much on my body. So if he wants to fight, it's either gonna be 150 or 155. Preferably 155. And, like, if not, then we just don't fight. Like, I'm not going back down to Can I add in one very, one thing? You were scheduled to fight him. I was scheduled Neff, to fight him um, for my pro debut. Yeah, a while back. And then COVID hit. Yeah, so, it, it yeah. was crazy. And, you know, I've seen Carl, um, you know, be, mention your name here and there. You know, go, I, I, you know, talking to you on Messenger. Early in your pro career, you were like, oh, you know, I'll fight that guy again. You know, I'll, I'll rematch. But, like you said, I think he's a lighter kind of dude, right? Yeah, he... He's supposed to fight at 135, but okay. if you're at 35, why are you fucking calling out people in higher weight? Well, he's a bro? competitor. I mean, he wants to, yeah, he's no. looking to fucking. Listen, I saw, you know, Carl, <laughs> Carl I saw his first win. Yeah. His first fucking win. I got the interview. Okay. Yeah, like, fucking legitimately, win. I thought he was a really, I mean, when I only met him once. He beat fucking. Really? Uh, Zach. Z- Zach. Zach Richard. He's a Zach Richard. And, and when I talked to him and interviewed after, I thought he was a really cool guy. He was very personal, very fucking, really cool interview. Um, you know, he's got that win under his belt. Doesn't he have two or one? Wasn't he supposed to fight? He beat fucking someone else. Yeah, he he fought that fucking 0 and 8 scrub. At... Yeah, but he's two and out. He's uh, he's got two fights in a row, two right? Two in a row, yeah. So he's he's got room to talk and and get a fight right yeah. now. All right, but, so he's not in your weight class now. Right. So, move on. We could fight but 155 <laughs> parking lot. Um <laughs> Another one, Zach Richard. I was I was actually offered that fight in the past, but I don't think at the time it was the right fight, but he just lost two fights in a row. 
I just lost three in a row and then finally got a win. I think we have the same record. I think that would be a great fight. He's a wrestler. I'm a striker. You know what I mean? Just go out there and see what happens. I think that would be a, That'd great, be a fight. great fight. Um, I don't know what's going on with uh, Zach at this moment. I see him on Instagram. I think he just fucking bought some property in 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 uh, Maine or wherever yeah. he lives. So he might be yeah, we're, building we're, a log cabin. So you might have to go to the next name. Yeah. But that's a great fight. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. This is a fight. I had this fight as an amateur. Third name? Third name. All right. We fought for the Cage Titans title. Uh, Kenny, Kenny Champion. Champion. Kenny Champion. Um, That's a he, good fight, he's, man. He's asked to fight me a couple times. I've asked him to fight a couple times, but the cards haven't really worked out. Honestly, we had a tough five-round fight. If you want that, it's there. Just all right. Yeah, I haven't even opened the second one yet. Oh, all right. So it'll be there for the next five. <laughs> we, uh, we had a tough five-round fight. He ended up coming out with a decision. That was four years ago. The Aaron of today would finish the Aaron of four years ago in the first round. Um, so I think we both have the same record. We're both two and three. Um, that could be a CES fight. I think that would be a great fight. It could be a CES fight, but I want it to happen at Cage Titans. Yeah, that'd be. You know what? Sorry, sorry, Cage Titans. Yes, that should happen at Cage Titans. Um, I I think it's a great fight. We're both strikers, but. I can grapple. He can grapple. So we're, we're, we're both well-rounded fighters. We both got the same record. His team's been calling for it. I've been calling for it. I think that's a great fight. Kenny's a stand-up dude, no, man. Ke- stand, stand Kenny's, dude. A, Kenny's I, a great dude. I was at dude. his last fight. I mean, he was hanging in, in, the, in there with that kid. He had his moments. I mean, yeah, it's I, just... I actually trained with that kid at Lozon's Kids. Kid's pretty oh, good. Oh, that's a that's a kid. Oh, he's a local kid from that way. Yeah, from, uh, kid, the uh, mass area. Yeah, uh, Cody's opponent. Right? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, I you know I talked to him a little after. It really seemed like a really nice kid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, K- Kenny's great guy, but he's he's a skilled fighter, and I definitely would like to get in there and test myself against Kenny. Um, Cage signs or CES, like that's the only way it's gonna happen. I'm not gonna fight for anybody. November, else. uh, middle yeah. and or early December, because then, uh, oh my God, how's Thanksgiving? Oh, you want it before Thanksgiving? It'll probably be before Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. it's fucking. But bad. if I don't get anything by the end of this year, sometimes then CES has one. Might be fun Thanksgiving. Definitely right after the the new year. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, because if I don't get anything, like if I get something after Thanksgiving, like. Or, like, before Thanksgiving? No. Like, after Thanksgiving? Yeah. Because I want to, like, enjoy Thanksgiving and enjoy Christmas and shit. I understand. So, a week before yeah. Thanksgiving or a couple of weeks. That, that yeah. you know, that... A week before Thanksgiving or, like, a couple of weeks before, yeah. before Unless Christmas. Unless Cage Tyson's is Thanksgiving Eve, then we're, f- you know, or whenever that happens. I don't know. No, Thanksgiving's on a Thursday. That would be cool. Yeah. Fuck it. Imagine throwing it on a Wednesday. Yeah, I, I fought for CS on a Sunday. Like, what the fuck oh, was that? Dude. But um, Well, they would just throw I think it. that would be a great fight. In an auditorium. Um, I think that w- would be a great fight. And, um, yeah. So, Candy Champion, Zach Richard, or Kyle Winston. But you got to come up to 155, bro. Nice, you man. You know what I mean? Well, that, that would that um, be three good fucking names for I you. Definitely, I definitely want, want to run it back with Jacob Detmeyer. No, nothing against him. He's a great person. Talk to him all at the fights. I just think... Skill wise, I think I'm a much better fighter than he is. He's he's three and zero, and he he knocked me out in a minute. So what the fuck can I really say? But I think like one that, of those chaotic moments. I think like that's a fight that I really want back in, in the future. Let me get like 
one or two more wins and let's run that shit back. Awesome, my man. Well, uh, let's uh, leave off on a couple of uh, your training partners. Fucking, I think Maddie's like laughing his ass. I don't know what's going on. I, you know, on, I'm not responsible yeah. with what I'm saying. This I'm, is on Instagram or? I'm two and a half. No, this is on YouTube. I can't see the comments. Oh, right here. Yeah, take my phone. Play with that. You can answer them too if you want. Yeah, play with that shit. So, <laughs> um, all right, Mitch, you're going to Las Vegas with Mitch, correct? You're going to go train at uh, Team Couture. <laughs> How'd you uh, how'd you uh, settle with Team Couture? I know you've trained with uh, Raya Fabus Gym, but they are they in Vegas or California? They're in Sacramento, California. Right. Um, so I actually had like um, Mitch and I were supposed to fight on the same day. His fight ended up falling through for reasons that I'm not going to speak about. It's not my business. yeah. It's 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 swept under the rug. It's it, I'm not swept, but it's it's past history. It, right, it, it's past. But we were already planning on taking a training trip somewhere, like somewhere in the country, like after our fights. And um, he texted me last week, like this was like a fucking spurt. Like he texted me, I was like, "Yep, let's do it." Plane booked, Airbnb booked. Not you don't have to like say exact amounts, but to get a flight into fucking uh, a BNB, you know, it, it actually it was actually so. That's how we did decided on vegas because he texted i'm going he 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 texted me because he was inquiring about training at team alpha male yeah so i told him like how much it was he was like he's like damn like that's a little like yeah fuck it's off. a little expensive so i was like well let's look at flights to vegas bro you know and uh i i was like bro flights to vegas are pretty cheap yeah and uh he, he was like He's like, all right, let's do it. So I fucking, I booked it right then and there. And then signed, sealed, delivered. You, did you get it in like a group with with the hotel or the, uh, you know, um, was it? It. Bread and, what, what do they call it? Bed and whatever. Airbnb. Yeah. 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 Bed whatever. and breakfast. Yeah. Basically. Whatever. Yeah, I don't yeah. fucking know. But um, no, it, it was separate, but everything was like under seven hundred dollars. Like, yeah, Vegas is like the they want week. you in there. Yeah. Yeah. So shit was definitely cheap, but I guess. Mitch has trained with with Eric Nixix before, who's uh like the head coach of Extreme Couture. He he like follows me and Mitch and Jorgen yep. and and Brian and like all of us on Instagram and shit. And with Mitch, obviously, he was like on the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. So he just like sent a couple texts and everything was all good. So I was like, "Fuck it, let's do it." So well, you could even run into some fighters that. You can go to the PI with them or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like um, if, if, if it ha, I, you know, you could run it to some. I mean, Mitch is connected with fucking, you know. Yeah. Tyson and all that. No, you yeah, might yeah. see I'm, someone down there. Hey, let's go to the PI. I'm get definitely you free hoping. Food. I'm definitely hoping to. I'm definitely hoping to be able to get in the PI. Get you a massage I've, and free food. I've never been to the PI. I've never been to the Apex. So those are two places that I would like. Make friends with that shit. To go see, you know what I mean? Don't talk any shit. Uh, <laughs> no promises. No, I. I hear through the grapevine that they go like they go fucking hard. So they, of course they do. I, I'm gonna be prepared to to not get to not get fucked up. To fucking keep my mouthpiece <laughs> yeah. down and just yeah. grunt through everything. Before I have these 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 guys in the gym jumping me. <laughs> so you're going with Mitch. Um, gonna train. Gonna you know, you know, have a good time there and right. do your yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, so that's Mitch. He's going with you. Uh, Jorgen, fucking uh, gonna be. You know, I, I talked to him two CESs ago, and he was waiting till the end of the year for something with um, 
right. with them. Yeah, Eagle so, FC. What, what what can you tell us without giving all beans right. away? With so him? he's out training in uh, New Mexico right now. He's training with John Jones. He's out there for a whole month. Um, I think he's supposed to be fighting for Eagle FC for, before the end of the year. Um, it's supposed to be a big fight, but I'm not sure if I contracts or have been signed or dates or anything like that. So I can't really speak too much on it, but um, I can't wait to see him get back in there. You know, um, I know he's fucking chasing that that heavyweight title and um, yeah, I and that, I, the heavyweight he uh, the title best. holder has he fought since like they were since supposed winning. to fight? I don't think he's fought since winning. The yeah, title, so no. they was. I think they 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 kind of there hasn't been an Eagle FC card in a little while either. The last one was the one that Jorgen fought on, I think. Unless like, there's some happening that way, but yeah, I haven't seen anything. That was like right? what was that? That was like at April? least three months ago, April? four months. Yeah, yeah, it was a while back. Yeah. So that's going to be a big car, big fight, or a big card. You don't know who's going to be on there because they signed so many fucking people know, that so we forgot guys. about. They're just going to come out with these guys. Um, the only thing I don't like about Eagle FC. Is when you're on Instagram, they got like two or three different Instagram and one Russian one. Fuck, <laughs> dude. How do I, like? And then they have you could do the interpreting thing, but the poster don't change. You know what I mean? I can't fucking do anything with that. <laughs> Sorry. I was I was actually ta- talking about this the other day. I'm like, Sorry. I'm like up two and a half days. I'm like, who the fuck? <laughs> Who the fuck is funding them? Yeah, we talked about that you in the past I mean? a lot. A lot. It got to be the dude that uh, managed Khabib. That guy's a m- multi... Oh, yeah, but that was easy. Yeah, he's fucking... That's the Come same on. guy that, that manages Jorgen. Yes. But... He still manages Jorgen? Yes. Oh, that's why Jorgen's fucking all over the fucking... Who does... um? Who's who's Jorgen's connection with John Jones? Is They just need a heavyweight to give John Jones work and... Or is someone in his management so, team no, there? No, yeah, yeah. So, so... Here comes the beans. You know Tom Egan, right? Yeah. So, I guess... I guess Tom Egan reached out on Instagram to John Jones about training. So, so John Jones last year flew down to Boston and trained, like, privately with, like, um, Mike Rodriguez, Jorgen, Tom Egan. I thought I saw your Instagram post yeah. and shit like that. Yeah. So, I guess John, like, really liked... The training and shit. Yeah. So I guess he reached out to Jorgen and was like, "Yo, like come I through need and train." Body you know I mean? down here, yeah. yeah. And I mean, realistically, like there's not really any heavyweights down here, like high level MMA heavyweights. Yeah. Like the only two that I can think of really, both train at regiment, and that's Jorgen and Domingos. Greg Rebello moved down Domingos south. Domingos is fighting for PFL. Didn't he get just signed with someone to fight? Like no, PFL or no, I don't think so. Someone else. Though. I don't think Sorry. so. I think it's gonna be fine for CES, but um, th- there's not really any high level heavyweights. Like I know Brandon Battles was coming into regiment for his last camp and training, but um, it doesn't get any better than John Jones. You know yeah, what I mean, I mean, exactly. he's the fucking best in the world. So like, and Jorgen, Jorgen, another thing like. Um, it's not only the training partner and the, the, the skills that help you. It, it's the it, it's the personality. Jorgen's fucking an amazing person to be around. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. And you see that kind of, like, you know, even though John Jones has had his past issues, and I'll make memes on his fucking butt, he's still, like, he's a funny guy. He's He's got a character about him, and I could see, like, if he's just, like, in a room... 
and and just hanging out and talking like you know shit and so he could be a fun guy and Jorgen can be a Jorgen be the, can be that personal fun guy and be a guy can kick the fuck out of you too in the gym. Who's who are you laughing at? I was talking. <laughs> Maddie Franco. <laughs> He's still texting. Next time, why didn't you bring him in here tonight with you? Fucking you know. Next time. I should have. Next time. I should have. Fucking. Uh, but um. All right. We're I mean, we've been going a while. Yeah, here, dude, dude. I'm fucking so, loving this. Yeah, shit. we're good. It's good <laughs> stuff. So, anything you want to leave off? You've called people out. You want to fight the Cage Titans in November. Um, you're going to Vegas with Mitch. You all might be fighting the end of the year. We don't know. Um, anything else you want to throw out there before uh, kind of sign off? And I got to throw this on Spotify and fucking everywhere else. No, on social I, media. I, I mean. I think I showed um, a lot of my skills in my last fight, and I think people realized, like, oh, shit, like, this kid is really fucking good, and I performed in that fight how I perform in the gym, and I know moving forward that I can perform like that, and if I perform like that, like, I I wasn't really focused on the outcome of this last fight. I was just focused on on performance, and I know that if I perform, that I'm a tough fight for a lot of these motherfuckers, and I can beat, I can beat just about anybody in the top ten, one forty five in New England. That's not signed to like UFC. Go to New England MMA right. and check out like, our like I know rankings. on my best day that I can beat any of those guys, and I haven't really had a chance to prove it in the fights yet. But I've sparred with a lot of those guys in the gym, and I've done a lot of rounds, a lot of jujitsu rounds, and I know how how good I am. And anybody who's trained with me can tell you how good I am, and. I think just just fo- just staying confident and focusing on my performance, like moving forward, like a lot of people are about to see how fucking good that that I truly am, you know. Dude, I've had faith in you. You know, I've known you for fucking uh, yes. I I actually have a picture I'll post. It's like four years old when all you guys were in here and we we're going live from my phone. Who <laughs> who's talking now? Hey, so so. Oh, so reminding you of something. Yeah, I yeah. Throw it out so there. so real quick, right? So <laughs> I love live broadcast. So <laughs> we were doing the fucking rules meeting, right? And um, they're talking about cutmen and like what's legal and whatever, right? Well, I don't have a fucking cut man with me, right? Like, I don't have like a certified cut man with me. What do you? Me. When that happens, you just use someone else, or you? I don't. Ha- I don't know. Like, All I, right. I know like the. I never really thought about that before. I've All never right. been cut in a fight, so I never really thought about this. Right? So, so right. right before, so I'm standing in the back warming up, and uh, Maddie Franco looks at me and he goes, "Don't get cut." I'm like, what? He's like, <laughs> I love that game. He's like, you should have it down here. He's like, he's like, don't get cut because there's no fucking cut, man. He, he's like, I don't got Q-tips, and I'm like, I'm already stressed as fuck. You know what I mean? I'm already stressed as fuck, and he he says that to me, and I just looked at him and I was like, bro, you can't fucking joke around with me like that on fight day. <laughs> <laughs> He's just getting you ready for anything, yeah, bro. But, you can't lose this fight. You cannot then, get cut, bro. Then I started fucking thinking about it. I'm like, shit. Now what if I go out there and get Dude, cut? Dude, someone would have came in with a fucking piece of cotton, a fucking but, you know. Granted, we didn't have filter to, from a cigarette. We, we, <laughs> we didn't have we didn't have, have to, to fucking worry about that anyways. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, he he just. Texting me and reminded me about it. So wait a minute. So you needed your own cut man to be there, or you did you need to um, pick one out of the bunch? Like how do you do that? 
Dude, I've re- so I the promotion really- doesn't like. I think they do. I'm not. I'm really not 100 percent sure. So I really can't we speak need to on it too much. Clarify this, people. This will be the next fucking <laughs> question out there. People ask this question from this podcast. I really can't speak on it too much because I didn't really know. Like I don't really know how, how it works. I know like the UFC provides cut men. I know. I'm pretty sure Massachusetts provides The cut, cut man, man is the doctor that comes in and looks at you and wipes your fucking goddamn face, isn't it? No, they don't stitch you up. They just like... Dude, no one's stitching you up or, in the fucking cage. No, no, you know what I mean. Like the fucking end swell and the fucking Q-tip. You know what I mean? The ice fucking yeah. iron thing. Yeah. So he said that. He's, he's like, bro, I don't have Q-tips. He's like, don't get cut. I'm like... I'm like, bro, stop, like... Stop. So so what? Stop the, ripping so what off the, the waistband of your underwear and shit. <laughs> Strapping her up. I don't fuck. Hey, it is what it is. I mean, it's local MMA. What are you gonna do? Yeah. I know Cage Titans has a cut, man. For everybody, I think I don't know. Mike Povera, get me on that shit. Definitely. I sent you a message yesterday. Get me oh, on there. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> fucking with the million other ones you got, but yeah, fucking yeah, come on, dude. To be back at Cage Titans, man, that'd be kind of cool. A kind of like. You know, Aaron, they do go back to your amateur fights and stuff like that, and he's back as a pro and all this other shit. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So that'd be cool, man. I wish you all well. I'll be here. I'll be hanging out, ready to hear what's going on. <laughs> I always love Aaron fucking talking. I, mean, I, dude, like I said, I troll everyone. I, not as much as I used to, because I'm, I kind of got over it a little bit. But I do look at people's posts and. The pot, I just can't like it. Like, I'm not one of the, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, you know, I'm fucking paying attention. I know what's going on out there. You know what I mean? I don't need to let everyone know what's going on. But if I want you to know, I'll let you fucking know, man. Exactly. I mean, you know. I got I got the nickname Short Fuse. They, they fucking call me that for a reason. You know what I mean? Fucking so, suck my dick. Fucking, that was awesome. I'll play that one more time. Is that over there? Where is that? It might be on the other screen. <laughs> you gotta send me that. Send me that oh, video. yeah. Remind me when we go off. Alright, so. Uh, that's a- Where's fucking that kid? That Roderick! Roderick kid! Well, and I, you know, this is the last thing. What what I said to uh, Jeff when he sent me the video, remind me to send that to you. He goes, who's the Roderick guy? I go, I said, maybe it's Carl Langston. Maybe he was mumbling. Maybe his mouthpiece was in. Because I said, I know he had words with Carl Langston. You know, and that that was cool that you mentioned that's one of the names. Because that was in my mind. It was yeah. Carl, like Carl Langston or Carl Langston's fucking, you know, train up. I don't know. But it was some dude in the crowd. And you caught, dude, when does this happen? Like the good guy fucking heckling you online and then screaming at you from the crowd. You run into him after the fight, and you well, fucking, that, you know what I mean. There was two guys though. There was two guys talking shit. Who? So, I might have been mistaken, but fucking Paul Roderick no, was like, I no, wasn't here. I didn't even. No. He was using my fucking Facebook no, account. No, no, no. Roderick was definitely talking shit because we had a conversation. But there was this other guy. I didn't even want want to give him the clout, but I'm gonna give him the fucking clout. I, I, I fucking names muted his bitch ass on Facebook because he was just not making any sense. But this dude. So one last. Qu- so all the shit was said on that poster. Yes. Of the the lead up when when Matt Peterson like takes a quote about yes, what yes, you're gonna yes. do. So if we go back to Neff, 
you, you, unless, and go back to Neff's. They're not erasing that shit. Unless they deleted it. No, they didn't delete that shit. Yeah, no, nah, we're going back tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finding out who these are. So wait a minute. So this is all. Uh, all right. So go ahead. Yeah. So the second guy. So the other guy. I his name was fucking Matt Howard. He was saying all this disrespectful shit. About how I should have stayed an amateur and I fucking suck. I think Matt's a, a a a fighter. Matt Howard. I don't know. I think he trains. Maybe not. Yeah. He and now I think he's in another state. I like. No, I it know. might be a different guy. He's a okay. fucking. He's a clown. All right. Anyways, so. Fucking people are signing <laughs> off for the best pods here. So I was. So originally I climbed on the cage. I thought no, we saw that. I thought he was there. I for guess sure. he wasn't there. So, but there was somebody that, I, I don't know. This guy looked just like him. Well, so I, I think it was him. Anyways, so I climbed off the cage and I looked at this guy and I was like, fuck you, Matt Howard, you fucking bitch. So that's what I was saying when I was on top of the cage. And I'm not. No, there was a suck my dick in there. There was a suck my dick too. <laughs> but I, I guess my opponent's mom was sitting right there. I guess my opponent's These mom things sometimes was happen sitting right in there MMA. too. So I, so this is why Maddie Franco was like, "You're not getting the fucking mic, bro, because you're acting fucking, fucking idiot." People, yeah, they would like fucking, you know, scott for life. So after the fight, whatever, they started going on a tangent, saying I'm classless and that my mom should have swallowed me, and just saying all this disrespectful ass shit. <laughs> just saying all this disrespectful. Ass shit. So that's why I fucking went on and made. The apology that I made, cool. but they were talking shit and I understand. Like I said earlier, like those guys have no idea how much I've sacrificed and how much time and effort I, I put into this shit, you know. So for for them to just go on and talk shit and be disrespectful for no fucking reason, like I didn't even say anything disrespectful, you know. And they were like tagging me and shit. It, it's just trying to get in your head. Me Listen, it's getting shit. all worked up. Last thing to get <laughs> off this. Fuck. Before I give like a little news of what's going on next week as far as me, um, you, social media, uh, shout outs, uh, sponsors, anyone you want to give a, hey, 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 you have a beer to, you know, later um, for the Uber ride. So, <laughs> so, fucking um, shout out whoever you want. The floor is yours for a couple of minutes and then I'll sign off yeah, with me. Yeah, fucking as always, I just want to give a shout out to my team, Regiment Training Center. Um, I've been training with them since 2016, and I wouldn't be nearly the athlete competitor that I am without them. Um, big shout out to Ultimate Potential CBD. They've been number one supporters of me. Joel, I wish I had some shit with me, but um, I that's don't. all right. I can I can vouch for how good that product is because right. I've used it, and I just get shit free from everyone now. So you know, or I'd be still. We'll talk. <laughs> but great product, local, and uh, yeah. And um, so big shout out to him for always holding it down, always hooking me up, always giving me shout outs on social media and shit. And um, he, he's been with me like we started training around the same time, so like we've been around together for a long time. Uh, as always, shout out to my mom, fucking. Awesome. My mom's my best friend. Thank God you didn't <laughs> swallow. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Thank God you didn't listen right no, now. She, she knows. Yeah, I'm afraid your mom knows I'm fucking out of my fucking mind. That was good though. Sorry. But um, it's Joe Rogan. 
<laughs> so that was good. It's dirty um, as fuck. Yeah, so shout out to my mom. Sh- shout out to, to like my brother. I would have never got started in a sport if it wasn't for him. And um, we, we've actually became like super close lately. So uh, yeah, big shout out to him. Shout out to my massage therapist, v- Vanessa. I love her. Be kind, I've, please. She's revive. worked on me a few times. Yeah, she. Go ahead, say her name again. V- Vanessa. And Vanessa Botello, and it's uh, be kind, please, please revive massage therapy. Highly, highly recommended. I've seen her weekly this last camp, kept me pain free, you know, um, nice and loose, nice and composed. She has a lot of gadgets yeah. for massage, like anything you need. Like, they, yeah, they're, yeah. they're in depth now, yeah, they, they get everywhere they need to get. So, um, yeah, in a Shout out to, to my manager, Jeffrey Chavez. Always hooking it up, always holding it down for me. Um, always staying in close contact. And um, yeah, like just be on the lookout for me, man. I like I know I have an under five hundred record r- right now, but I'm on I'm on the come up and you guys better best believe that I'm gonna start showing it. So Excellent, my man. Well, Aaron Short Fuse Hughes, thank you so much for coming Fuck down. Man, um oh I didn't mention the beginning of the show. But Tommy couldn't make it tonight. He trains at Triforce. Okay. He's a blue belt at Triforce. Uh he got kneed in the head today. And he had a cut and he, you know, he was like, I, you know, I I I'm not feeling it right now. So uh, so Aaron, you are my co host. You are a great fucking co host tonight. I gotta have you like come in here Dude, I would when he can't show I remember you wanted the you shit, wanted bro. the gig. Yeah. But I couldn't have you in here every week because we have to be kind of unbiased and shit. Yeah, man. and you'd yeah. be calling everyone out. Like we'd be talking about, I fucked that guy up. Like I, <laughs> I can't have you in here. You know, talk, we're breaking down a fight. And you, I'd fuck him up. You know, we can't have that. You know what I mean? But I would. <laughs> we did talk about that. You would have been great. But anytime you want to come down, co-host. Um, you know, we'll talk about it. Yeah. But no, fuck you. Yeah, I'm down, dude. Hell I yeah. definitely appreciate fuck, coming down here. Felt like I was on fucking Joe Rogan. <laughs> it, it was cool. Too, it was very good. You're a very good fucking uh, <laughs> podcast host. Uh, have fun with Mitch in Vegas. Uh, training that team Couture. I'll be checking you out on uh, Instagram. Make sure they follow me and they know who I am. I'm gonna be <laughs> get me in with these people. Got you. Um, and also. Uh, one last thing about next week when we come back on live, uh, Wednesday night, I might do a Friday night show here and there, but, um, when I come on live now, I am going to be streaming to multiple platforms. So I will be streaming. I do not have a Twitch account, but the room podcast will be on Twitch next week. We will be streaming to Twitch. We will be streaming to YouTube, New England MMA on YouTube, and we will be streaming to the room podcast on Facebook. So, and Lincoln in. So we'll be streaming on four different platforms a night on the live broadcast, the room podcast. And, um, I'm very excited about, about that. Um, and, uh, you know, trying to get into the next phase of the podcasting world. So with that said, uh, follow us next week. Look out for that link and all the news about us fucking streaming everywhere. Check out my boys, Travis Lazar and Jeff Clark, the Combat Cowboy at the Weekly Roundup. They had their second show a couple of days ago. It is a taped show that is aired on our New England MMA YouTube channel. Please subscribe 
to that channel. Um, it's the only thing that we really, really thrive on other than the fucking uh, the website because uh, that's where we can actually make like 10 cents a video down the line. So Fuck yeah. that's it. It's something. That's what we can. Hey, shit adds up. You know what I mean? <laughs> it does. 10 cents a video. Uh, get yourself and then with that said, we can, uh, you know, I don't know what we can do. Buy more pot and shit. <laughs> so with that said, check us out next Wednesday. Um, no fights are, 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 are shit coming up. I will be interviewing in another week from now uh, with uh, uh, the Cage Titans and the Combat FC card. And um, that's it. So hit me up on Messenger if you want to come on the show, if you want to get interviewed, all that good stuff. Aaron Hughes, Short Fuse. Thank you so much. Say hi to the regiment, folks, for me. Uh, bring some friends next time. Fuck yeah. And we'll have a ball. We got what? a whole squad in here. With that said. We're going to get Kells back in here. The Room Podcast. <laughs> yes, definitely. We out. <laughs>